Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But I'm not like the others. I don't always like what I have to do. No, I have to be the one to do it. I've given up too much to stop now. Straight out of marble. I ain't the one giving up. I'm never giving up on my podcast. Even if I got one listener. I'm here for you, baby. We grind mode. No sleep game. Avery Austin Kalau. Yo, welcome back to Straight Out of Marvel. It's your host, Kevin27. Back with another fire episode, and today we have our Marvel news show. Yep, that is right, and you can just call this a Spider-Man news show because most of this is going to be pertaining to Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. You already know, I just went a second time to go see it, and um, I ain't going to lie. Second time, it was just even better. So we got a lot to get into. We got to talk numbers. We got to talk Rotten Tomato scores. So if you are starting your work week off on a Monday, make sure you are starting it here with Kevin27 and the news show. Go ahead and follow at Kevin27World. That is world, W-R-L-D, R-P, Juice World, 999 shit, on Instagram, and Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, turn on the notification bell. A new YouTube video will be dropping this week. And when I say will be, it ain't no, oh, it's going to be dropping, but then I'm BSing. Yo, I'm doing a top 10 and I'm on number one right now. So the video was pretty much done. And let some crazy stuff, some crazy juju voodoo happen. It will be another video top 10 dropping this week what's tomorrow monday so for sure tuesday most likely but for sure wednesday so if you want to just be on the lookout make sure you turn on the notification bell for your host kevin 27 now i just thought we should start with the numbers right let's talk about the numbers okay so across the spider verse earns 208.6 million dollars in the film's Worldwide opening weekend, not too shabby. Honestly, I think, I believe uh, Super Mario Brothers did like 377. So that's what I was saying. You kind of know when a a film is tracking and get that Billy. But honestly, who cares about that? It still did great. I believe it exceeded expectations way more than the original film did. So, I mean, it's really good. And I'm very happy when I went to when I went to the movies tonight, I got there at 940 ish. It was a lot of people coming out. The most I've ever seen 
with Spider-Man t-shirts on. It was crazy. Girls, little boys, OGs. It was crazy. I was like, holy, but I'm telling you, Spider-Man is Mickey Mouse. And then while I was going in, it was a lot of people going in. My theater was packed. So, bro, this is cinema, real cinema. And I'm telling you, 2023 going to be the year that was just the greatest movies of all time to come out, like in a span of months, like just back to back killers. I've never had this much fun going to the movie theaters. You guys, I'm like really enjoying myself this year and really taking it serious. So I just I'm really happy. I'm happy with that number, honestly. I mean, it did one hundred and twenty million, hundred twenty point five million in the film's domestic opening weekend. So, I mean, and I believe that was probably second, maybe second. I'm not sure if it was the first, but it's close to it uh, when it comes to domestic. And let's talk about this. Across the Spider-Verse earns the biggest domestic opening day of 2023. Like, bro, Spider-Man was just taking dubs, taking dubs. Like, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's ridiculous how good Spider-Man is. And you know why I say it's ridiculous? Because this is it. This is no disrespect, but this is like great value, Spider Man. This ain't even Peter Parker. You know what I mean? And bro, I love Miles. I don't want y'all to think I'm I'm shitting on Miles. I'm just saying I'm 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 31, so I'm Peter Parker. Like seriously, like I'm Peter Parker. Now for kids of a younger generation, their Spider Man is going to be Miles Morales. I mean, my Spider-Man is Peter Parker, but regardless, this ain't even the best Spider-Man. And I think Spider-Man is the only one who can do this. I think the brand of Spider-Man, you got to think, from kids, we've been trained to know different Spider-Man. Seriously. I remember playing the original Spider-Man game when I was a kid and you get like, you unlock all these different Spider-Man suits and all of this stuff. So this is nothing to us to go and support all of these different versions of Spider-Man. Like for some people, it could be off-putting a little jarring, a little offsetting me personally. I love, I'm like, the more the merrier, the more the merrier. That's why I don't get the gripe that a lot of people want to have with No Way Home when you get to see all of the old, with the two, the two OGs and they're like, oh, it was fan service. Like, bro, all of this is fan service. Do you guys not get it? You're at the movie because you're a fan. Like, stop it. Like, what do you know? Like, what is fan service? But I digress. I don't want to keep going in on internet trolls because I, I, whatever. I'm just saying. I think that it's it's really cool to see that Spider-Man can do this. And I really don't think any other character can do this with now. I get it. This is only the second version. But do you think I'm going to just keep it real? And it's, it's a little messed up because. um, It's a black, I'll say a black woman, and I don't think. Iron Heart is really like it's not like like she got a different name, you know what I mean? It's not the same thing. I mean, Miles Morales is going by Spider Man, seriously. So I think it's a little different, you know, with that aspect. But 
I'm trying to think of like who else. Like we seen the reception that She Hulk got. It wasn't a good one, and maybe it's because the interpretation wasn't really a good interpretation. But still, it wasn't a good one. Who else? The Kate Bishop thing. I I don't think people Kate Bishop didn't really get a lot of flack because. I mean, let's keep it real. Hawkeye is definitely like the seed list of the Avengers. So, and I love Hawkeye. Don't get me wrong. I love Hawkeye. He's one of my favorite. But he's, you know, he's not like that. Like, let's keep it real. He not, he's not that guy when it comes to the Avengers. He's a good side piece. So I don't know, man. I don't think that. And, and again, it's more like these are like more passing the torch type of things. Like, the whole Spider-Man, Miles Morales, like, if you look at it from across the Spider-Verse, yes, it happened, or into the Spider-Verse, it happened, and then the original Peter died, and it's like, boom, we ushering in this, this new one. Cool. But they still had him surrounded by all of these different Spider-Man, so he was able to blend well. But I feel like across the Spider-Verse, this definitely, like, I mean, it still was a lot of Spider-Man, and that's the whole point of it the whole Spider-Verse shit. But still, I think he's shining. And when I'm telling you, I've seen a lot of people with Miles Morales. Still some Peter Parker swag in there, but more Miles Morales than anything. So I think I think it's amazing. And I'm, I'm telling you, I don't think any other group could do this, but Spider-Man. No other group. I would love to see it. But I'm trying to tell you, I think people would think it's goofy if they had like a thousand Black Panthers in a movie. It, it, it just wouldn't be good. I, I'm telling you, it's because we were, as kids, like, I don't want to say brainwashed, but definitely desensitized to seeing so many different versions. Ooh, so many different versions of Spider-Man. So I love it. I love that. I love that. Let's talk some more numbers. Across the Spider-Verse is currently the highest rated wider release superhero movie on IMDb with an audience score of 9.1 out of 10. For comparison, The Dark Knight is 9.0 and Avengers Endgame is 8.4. Yeah, man, again, this movie really is great. Especially now, I'm telling you, this is kind of what the internet is doing to me. Because it's the internet that's always pitting these movies together. Like, you get defensive of, of other movies. And like I was saying, when I saw the movie initially, I did like it. I loved it. Like, I was like, bro, this movie is great. So it's not like... But I did kind of think I went a little hard, harder than I wanted to because um, they was talking about, oh, it's, be it's the best Spider-Man film. When I still don't think it's the best Spider-Man film. Like, I'm telling you, spoiler alert, once it got to the end and I knew, like, he was captured and, you know, I seen Miles Morales take off the mask and it was the Prowler and I was like, all right, I could leave and I got up and left. Like, you know, I still think it's one of the, it's one of the best Spider-Man films. I think it's better than any of the amazing Spider-Man. So, damn, there you go. Like, <laughs> It's better than Far From Home. So there you go. Now, I, eh, I still don't think it's better than Into the Spider-Verse. But 
it's really good. It's real. It's a real good one. Like when I was watching it, especially this time when I'm like, and this is good too because now that I've watched the uh, not watched, but now that I've heard the album, the uh, soundtrack, the music, it blends in so well with the movie now as opposed to when I first watched it because I got a little more context. A lot like the the first song I just played. That um, I don't know what's that shit called because that song is fire. You're uh, not giving up. Like the con having the context to that song and all of that, it's just it's crazy now. So I think with having the context to it too, it makes it a little better, right? With the music, the music placement, I would say, because I did like the music. Yo, my nephew, it was a that that. Bro, my nephew was killing that shit. Like he knew the whole song. Like it was crazy. So they it had it had some some movie some music movie moments. I just think it didn't have like that. Like bro, they sung Sunflower. Like Miles was singing Sunflower in the movie, in the first movie, and he sung it twice because he sung it in the beginning and then he sung it. When uh, he was like, uh, do something to calm yourself, like, and he sung it then. So, and then I don't think they had a a what's up danger. Like, I don't know. And I don't think they had a moment for that either. So that, that kind of makes sense. I don't think they had a moment for a what's up danger either. So it, it makes sense why they didn't have one. Definitely. And like I said, watching it without like, Without thinking of, oh, it's the best Spider-Man film of all time. I'm probably leaning towards it's my favorite movie this year. Fast 9 was, or why do I keep saying, this damn girl got me saying Fast 9 all the time. Fucking Fast 10 was great. Fast 10 was great. I'm sorry. It's really one of the best movies. I'm I'm really going to have a hard time with Fast 10, Guardians, like, a Mount Rushmore is even harder, but a top five, Fast 10, Guardians, Spider-Verse, John Wick. I bought that movie. You Y'all know I don't buy movies. I bought that movie when it got out on Blu-ray. Or not Blu-ray, but digital, because I wanted to watch it again. So, John Wick, definitely. And um, I don't know. I'm about to see what that top five is, man. Top five, top, top five, top five, top five. But shit, man. What do you guys think? How do you how y'all feeling about the overwhelming? I don't want to say criticism, the overwhelming praise. Like, let's look at Rotten Tomatoes. I think I've seen it earlier, and it was 90, yeah, it was 95% with the critics and 96% with the audience score. Like, bro, it's right there. And visually, it is stunning. Like, when I said they was flexing, I'm not playing. They really was flexing. It's still certain scenes where I wish they wasn't flexing so hard. Like, it was a couple scenes, uh, or it was a scene in particular when I really thought that when they kept changing Gwen's, like, color, like, they would change her from blue to, like, blue to orange. The dad changed to pink. I still kind of wish it was a little more traditional, but it still was dope. Like, it was visually stunning. I mean, you talk about action pack. 
Holy. The cliffhanger. The cliffhanger, I'm still uh, a little bit. I'm still up with it. Only why? Because the cliffhanger isn't from like the uh, the villain of the, the movie. The cliffhanger is him getting trapped in another dimension, which is good because you wonder how he's going to get out. But I mean, clearly, uh, Gwen going to know where to find him. I would assume, right? They already knew all about him. And they know that his spider bit him from a different uh, universe, different dimension or whatever. So she would know to go to that one. And that would be the one where, you know, he doesn't have any, uh, where is it? Where it is in a Spider-Man, excuse me. So, I mean, come on, bro. This movie deserves to win. I'm not saying Oscar, which it should win the Oscar for sure, but I'm just saying it deserves to win in general. Like, it's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. I think what's crazy about it, what's crazy about it too is, um, what's my boy? Oscar Isaac. He did a really good job. I'm pretty sure I said it the first time, but he really did a good job. Especially like knowing his voice now from Moon Knight. Because when I first seen it, I didn't give a damn like him in the post credit scene. And I love how they explained it. Like just because Miles is the original anomaly and it, it didn't mess things up. I hate that for him, though. Because it's not it's not his fault. Like the dude, I didn't like Oscar or what's my dude, Miguel. I didn't like how he was coming in like you're a mistake and all of that shit. Like, bro, it's not his fault. Like he was just sitting there chilling with his uncle. So basically, if we keeping it real, if that damn thing went to bit him, his uncle will still be alive. Real shit. His uncle died because when he either he took the mask off or whatever, he knew it was his his nephew. And he knew, bro, any real motherfucker, you're not going to kill your nephew. I'm sorry. You're not. Especially not for no white man. Like, shout out to Kingpin. But no, I'm not killing my nephew for you, dog. Not doing it. So, bro. So not only did him getting bit by the spider kill Spider-Man, it killed his nephew. That was tough to hear. Now, what I did think was crazy when I seen it this time, having the context of knowing that the dad has to die. In the beginning, it was a part where the dad was falling and it looked like he was falling to his death and Miles saved him. I don't know if that was a canon event. I don't think it was because I'm guessing he has to be captain first. But I did think about it when he saved him. I was like, ooh, wait. He saved him right here. Was he supposed to save him? Hmm. I wonder. So that's what I'm, bro. That's what I'm thinking about this whole time. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's crazy how it's so many questions now. So many questions. I really enjoyed this movie, man. I'm telling you, y'all gotta go see that shit. You know what disappointed me? This is what disappointed me. All of these Marvel podcasters, I'm 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 tight. 
I listened to faithfully three Marvel. I'll say probably, I think faithfully three Marvel podcasts I listened to. Uh, and I ain't even giving them a shout out because I don't know. They ain't giving me no shout out. But it's one, two, three that I listen to for opinions when it comes to movies. And I get it. They like they do MCU stuff. But, bro, it should be Marvel stuff in general. And this is a huge movie. And none of them dropped any podcast. Like, I was like, I was disappointed today. I was like, yo, where the Marvel podcast is at? Do better. But in the meantime, listen to your boy. <laughs> that shit crazy. Speaking of Oscar Isaac, he is the first actor to play in three separate Marvel characters in major roles thanks to his portrayals of Apocalypse, Moon Knight, and Spider-Man 2099. Hey, we gotta do we gotta do a deep dive on Spider-Man 2099 as well. Or definitely me. Because I need to know why he gotta inject himself. That shit was looking crazy. I need to know why he was injecting himself with like spider serum. He's like blade or something. I need to know why that is. I got it. We got to do a deep dive on Miguel O'Hara. And again, I kind of feel like Miguel is one of those. I wouldn't mind seeing in theaters, but then I kind of was thinking when I was watching the movie and Peter B. Parker told Miguel, he was like, you're the only Spider-Man that's not funny. What's up with that? And then they kind of hinted at it again with uh, Miles Morales when he was chasing or when he was getting chased by uh, Miguel O'Hara and he pulled out the claws and Miles was like, you got claws? Are you sure you're Spider-Man? Like, I need to see what's up with him because they could be making it like maybe he is or he a fake Spider-Man or some kind of shit. I need to know, I need to know what's up with that because it is a little strange in my opinion that he's like the head of all of this. It wouldn't make sense because he's 2099 so he's ahead of all of them. But it is a little strange that he's ahead of all of this and they kind of portray, not portray him maybe look him in a direction to be kind of like a bad guy. I don't think he was a bad guy in the movie. I mean, bro, that's why it's only a certain amount of people that can be the captain. It's only a certain amount of people that can be leaders, right? Like, take Kobe Bryant, for instance. And he was playing. My man slept four hours a night. Could be embellished, but you never know. You know why? Because he was working on his craft while other motherfuckers was sleeping. Everybody ain't got the heart to do that. Motherfucker like me, I want my eight hours. At least give me six. Can I get seven? If I get four hours of sleep, I'm pissed off. This man was getting four hours of sleep and going to play basketball. So I say that to say everyone isn't a leader. And everyone can't take everyone can't take the fact that 
oh, well, this person has to die. It's like, it's like with No Way Home. Doctor Strange was like, bro, all of these motherfuckers are going to die anyway. It's their fate. And Spider-Man was like, nah, I got to try. I got to try to save them. I can't just send them back to their doom. I got to try and save them. So him and Miles is like the same in this instance, right? Him and Miles are the exact same, except for Miles is a little more selfish because it's his dad. And he's like, bro, I got to at least try to save my dad. It makes sense. Everyone was acting all cool with it, and I get that. But I feel like it all happened to them already. You tell him, Miles, this is about to happen in two days. I didn't understand why he even told him when it was going to happen. He's like, oh, yep, your dad, he's dying in two days. Like, what? What you talking about? And you don't think I'm going to try to save him? It's my dad. So, yeah, Miguel dropped the ball right there. He super dropped the ball. I don't know. I don't know if Miguel's that good of a lead. He definitely was yelling at my man's Peter. I ain't like that. Let's talk about Spider Punk, Hobie. I didn't. And then we got, I think, one more topic before we get off of Spider-Verse and talk some other topics. And then I'm flaming Michelle Rodriguez up. I'm just flaming her up real quick just because, like, I hate when I see people say dumb shit. And it's kind of like, bro, just shut your fucking, just shut your pie hole. But anyways, I digress. Let's talk with Spider-Punk a little bit. So Hobie, Hobby, I think it was Hobie. He definitely was popping Gwen Stacy. Let's just keep it real. He was popping Spider-Gwen. Bro, she's wearing his chucks. Honestly, the I noticed it when I seen it, but it was even more crazy when, I, when I'm watching this second one. And I'm like, damn, where her little ballerina slipper shoes at? She didn't even have those on. She had on it. She had on my man Chucks, which is disgusting. And a little a little wild because how is you able to wear a man's shoes? That shit crazy to me. Either she got big ass feet or he got little ass girl feet, which is just weird to me. But other than that, I mean, my man's Hobie was popping. Let's keep it real. Talking about he let me, what she said, oh, he let me, he let me crash at the spot. Yeah, I bet. I bet he was crashing. I bet you was crashing at a spot. He let me sleep in his dimension. What? I don't even make any sense. So anyways, but it was this part that I really enjoyed. So when they tell him Spider-Man, when they tell him all the Spider-Man is telling Miles Morales, like, yeah, man, you got to watch your family die. You got to watch this and this and that. He kind of was like, yeah, what about it? But he realized like he didn't, I guess he didn't like how they was ganging up on him. And he taught him like, because apparently he could do the absorption shit too, absorb the energy shit that Miles does. And he taught Miles like, no, do it with your whole palm. Don't just do it with your fingertips. So he did that. And then Miles broke out, and then he was like, yeah, I quit. He's like, I quit this. And then I think he smashed his his uh, his time or his dimension watch and then dipped out. So I just thought that was cool. Um, I, th- I like that. 
And I like the girl that was like the hologram girl. And it seemed like Miles liked her too. Because he had a little spidey sense. His spidey senses was tingling. And um, my boy Miles may not be swimming in the milk for much longer. <laughs> hey, that shit funny. That dude, Dr. Umar, fucking clown for that shit. That shit was hilarious. And I mean clown in a good way. Um, I mean, bro, Miles, even in the game, he like he got a couple black. He got the black chick that he liked who ended up sacrificing herself. And then he got the deaf black chick. Like Miles likes some black chicks. I think he got married to one in the comics. Like, and even if he do be with Gwen Stacy, the only the only thing that's weird to me about the whole Gwen thing is like that Spider-Man girl. Like it's Peter Parker's girl. So I don't know. That shit always just I think that's what's more weird to me about their whole relation. I get it. It's a different dimension, but it's still kind of weird to me. Sorry. It's, it's a little, it's a little off putting. If I may say, if I do say so myself, but yeah, I really liked her. I liked her and I liked uh, Peter parked car. That was tight. I thought that was hilarious. Is that all the spider verse news? Uh, Tom Holland has called Into the Spider-Verse the best Spider-Man movie that's ever been made. And then he says, I'm sure Across the Spider-Verse will live up to every expectation, and I can't wait to see it. I'm pretty sure he saw it already. Yo, I'm not mad at that. Anybody that say Into the Spider-Verse is the best film, the best one of all time, I, I I can't disagree with that. Only why I can't put this one across the Spider-Verse up there because it doesn't seem like it's finished. I'm telling you, it does not, it don't feel like a finished movie. Like, Infinity War, and I'm sure I said this already, so bear with me, but Infinity War, when it was over, I was surprised that it was over. That's how good it was. But when I was leaving, I was able to process, well, Thanos just won. He beat all our superheroes. He won. This one, I can't process the end of it because it doesn't feel like an ending. It feels like a end of a good, like it feels like the end of an episode four from Marvel. That's how the end felt. Like, okay, I can't wait till next week to see what happens. You know, good thing that it's coming out next year. Hopefully we don't get no delays and not even next year, but not a year away. We're talking about March seven, but yeah. I said seven months. You're talking about nine months away. It's still almost a year. But regardless. And of course, Tom Holland can't say, well, we know No Way Home's the best Spider-Man movie. I mean, he would be too biased. I can say it, you know, because I'm not biased. Like, I love all iterations of Spider-Man. I've seen all of them in theaters. I love every version of Spider-Man. Except for that... uh that one that they made and it was on you or on Twitter or some shit. And then the dude said, nigger, you hate to see that. But other than that, man, I love all the versions of Spider-Man, even Japan, Spider-Man. Um, let's keep it in this. Let's keep it in the spider realm. Oh, matter of fact, did you guys, I need to know this. Did you guys have any problems with the sound? 
apparently a lot of people are complaining that they couldn't hear parts of the movie. I had no problem in my theaters. Like, and I'm not even, let's, let's go to this. Let's go to this. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because I thought I took the screenshot, but it might be best if I read some of the comments so you guys can see for yourself. Across the Spider-Verse producer, Phil Lord has shared a suggestion to moviegoers following complaints about the sequel's audio. and said, if you want a fun mission, ask someone to check the theater volume to check that the theater volume is set at reference seven. Whatever that means. And then someone says, I thought it was only me. The volume in many sequences was so low, I couldn't hear anything. Another person said, beginning was very difficult, trying to understand what Gwen was saying. That music overpowered, the music overpowered her dialogue, and that's something that should have never happened. Dialogue wins every time, but in this case, it didn't. Another person, an audio is fine at my screening, except the opening scene. Yeah, a couple people said, I know I wasn't crazy. I don't know. I didn't notice it. Now, when I went tonight, I was a little bit late. A little bit late. I was walking in when she was saying, like, the whole, like, I I started kind of just when she was saying, like, oh, this, like, you think you know the whole story, but you don't type of thing. But other than that, even when I went the first time, I had no issues. A lot of people were saying that the Hobie, they couldn't hear him. And I'm like, is it you couldn't hear him or understand him? Because, bro, that lang- that language that they speak over there in the UK, if you don't know that slang and shit, like, you, you're not going to understand it. That shit sounds so foreign to me. Like, I fuck with Central C. That was about it. How can I be homophobic? My bitch is gay. Like, that's about it. What do you say? Demand them. Demand them. <laughs> Demand them celebrate either. Trap still pumping on Christmas Day. Like, bro, I don't know. But a lot of the stuff he was saying, oh, are you trying to Scooby-Doo me? Like, I don't know what any of that shit means. So I'm telling you, I don't think it was that. I think it was kind of like, or well, I'm not, I'm not downplaying anyone's experience. I'm saying from my point of view, I didn't see any of that shit. My point of view, I thought everything went smooth and I was very happy with it. Very happy with the sounds and all of that. So I don't know about y'all. 
What say you? Did you guys have any problems? Let me know. Let me know. DM me. Comment. Let me know. Oh, and before we get up out of here on that, let me read my boy uh, King Elab. He sent me a DM about a... Sorry, bro. Hope I ain't exposing nothing. Don't be mad at me. He said, uh, dope, dope, dope effing movie. Love the soundtrack, bro. But a cliffhanger. Damn, we got to wait. Um, he said, damn, I need more. And the screen went black. Yeah, that's how I felt too. Bro, this, it was very good. That's why I think that's why I was a little salty when I did leave. So I was like, bro, they going to do me like that? I knew it was going to be a part two to it, but I didn't think it was going to be like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hold on. Let me get some eyeball, man. So, yeah, I'm like, I totally agree with my boy, my boy King Elab. Shout out to him. And we got Blue Snap Dragon. Said, loved it. Can't wait for next year. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, it's like resounding, resounding applause for this movie. Mostly everyone, like, I haven't seen, you had a couple people saying it was mid. I haven't really seen any of that. And I actually, I think I want to come in and amend my rating. I did give it an eight. I think I want to give it a nine. I think I'm going to think I'm going to bump it up to a nine. After seeing it the second time, I definitely thought it was a little better seeing it the second time. When I saw it, I'm telling you, I think it's because the soundtrack. It could be like a, a because, bro, the soundtrack. Oh, yeah, I got to talk about that, too, real quick. But the soundtrack, and please, y'all, send me more. All the listeners, please, just anytime you see a movie, let your boy know, and I will I'm going to either we're going to have a conversation about it. And if it's on topic, I'm definitely going to mention you, give you a shout out. So please send me comments, send me DMs, all of that. Um, let's talk about this soundtrack a little bit. I hinted at it earlier, bro. I love this soundtrack. I, I love this soundtrack. I'm going to keep it so real. It's probably some of my favorite original music of this year. Like, I played this album like six times. And I'm I'm not even bullshitting. It's only 47 minutes, so it's a quick listen. And I I can say this because I'm black. It's like some of the best collection of black music I've heard. I'm not even capping. Like I like the Black Panther soundtrack, but it wasn't like I didn't listen to it a lot. A part of that, that Black Panther soundtrack was very long. And um, I like Kendrick Lamar. He's not one of my favorites. So maybe it could, like when he put out Damn, I listened to that a lot. But I don't listen to Kendrick a lot. So it could be that too. But I definitely didn't listen to that soundtrack like I listened to this one. Now, the first one, Into the Spider-Verse, I listened to that soundtrack a lot too because it had a couple, it had some bangers on there. We already went over the bangers. Last week, but this one, I feel like it was 
It was great. Probably one of the best soundtracks of all time. And you got to think about it like this, too. It's all original music. And this is like, it's set. To me, it's the most, it's some of the most impressive music from like black, like hip hop artists, too. Because you're not getting, it's, it got to be uh, family friendly. So you get in PG raps, but still like good raps showing you that. Oh, we don't just got to make music about drugs. We don't just got to make music about guns, killing people, doing drills. Now, the only thing is some of it was a little repetitive, I will say, because everyone was trying to do their Spider-Man thing. Oh, I'm on the web. I got a weaved up in a web or something like that. I'm I'm crawling up. It was a lot of that, but I loved it because it was spark. It was a theme. So if you're in that mode, it's a theme. The album was so good. I I put I had to I started a new uh story on Miles Morales just to play the game while I listen to the album. It's perfect for you to swing through the city of New York, swinging through uh or well yeah, you New York City, city of New York, right? Uh swinging through Manhattan, all of that. I love it. It's it's really great to listen to. Standouts clearly the one I the one I played initially, and that's probably my favorite song off of the album right now. I'll probably say that. Then calling with a uh, Sway Lee, Sway Lee, the, Sway Lee the God man, Sway Lee the Hook God, and then Annihilate number three, Sway Lee again. Like bro, this album is fire, and 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 I ain't gonna lie. Uh, the self love with Coyla Ray, that's that's up there. This is a great album. So if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. A lot of great original music, not just oh, it ain't no Guardians of the Galaxy shit. Well, shout out to them, but it's no Guardians of the Galaxy shit. We're just throwing songs on there that's good nostalgia. No, these is all original music, all original songs. Go check that out. Metro Boomin really murdered body this shit. Metro Boomin is on another level. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to listen to it again, bro. That and that, I'm telling you, that giving up. I'm not the one here giving up. Ugh, that shit is just. Oh my god, I don't understand. Like how you can make music that good? It's it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Crazy to me. So we still on Spider Man news, right? That's why I said this is like pretty much Spider-Man news. Anything related in the Spider-Verse. So let's talk about. Oh, let's talk about the good news. Tom Holland says that development on Spider-Man 4, which is in very early stages, has been paused due to the WGA strike. And he says we have been having meetings. We put the meetings on pause and solidarity with the writers. I'm only highlighting that because Tom Holland's back, baby. I think this is the first time it was like, I know they were saying he was coming back, which I knew he was coming back, bro. Come on. You know they were throwing that big bag at him. He's the only one. You got to think. Yeah, Spider-Man 3 was a true, it was a, it was a team up eventually at the end, but bro, this is his solo film. This was his solo film, and it made over a billion dollars. 
I can't even think of who made a billion dollars on a solo films. Like seriously, Marvel box office. Okay, Black Panther definitely. So you got Black Panther and you got Captain Marvel. Doctor Strange was close, but still no cigar. And remember, remember Spider-Man Far From Home. I think that one made like nine. Well, that one made like a lot of money as well. Oh, that one made a billion too. See, that's what I'm saying, bro. Spider-Man to go. Spider-Man go did. So yeah, you know they were, you know they was gonna give him that big bag. You know they was gonna give him that big bag. He got two billies on his resume. Come on. You know they was gonna get that boy that big bag. So uh shout out to the writers. We just seen, I posted it on my Instagram, the Directors Guild of America. They already cave, or I don't want to say cave, but they reached an agreement. So what I think that could be, shout out to my boy Blue Snapdragon. He was saying wish they would have held out a little longer in solidarity with the writers. I agree. The only difference is, is it might be less, it might be less directors and writers. Maybe that's the only thing I could really think of why they because they had till July first until they were going to go on strike. They didn't even go on strike. They just went right ahead. You know what I mean? They went right ahead and did whatever terms they did. So I don't know what it is that's keeping the uh the the writer strike up so long it could be just because whatever that whole netflix thing is i don't want to keep blaming netflix because i don't know not sure why or whatever who what when why where all of that but i still think it's it was cool that we have reached something on there so so now that we know we for sure are getting spider-man 4 with Tom Holland, let's talk about a live-action Miles Morales Spider-Man movie is now in development at Sony. I am happy about that. Definitely happy about that. The only thing is I'm a little saddened because that just means it's going to be the end of Miles Morales in the animated form. Doesn't mean it have to. It has to be. But I think what it's looking like, what it's trending towards is Miles is going to mess around and ruin his town, ruin his universe. And this is why I say I get what Miles was saying because he like, well, you expect me not to try to save my dad. My whole thing is I'm always like this. Is selfish is selfishness versus selflessness, and yeah, would I want to know my dad is going to die in two days? No, I wouldn't want to know that. I think that was a big mistake. I now Miguel he's was saying, well, he's always been an anomaly, so you can never know with this guy. Clearly, he was not supposed to be there, and uh, the one dude, the the Indian Spider Man. And I thought about this because everyone was like, oh, he's the only Spider-Man without depression. 
Well, clearly he's the only Spider-Man that hasn't been through anything. And he was supposed to watch his girlfriend's uh, dad die right there. He was supposed to, he needed to go through that. And he was not afforded. He wasn't allowed to go through that because Spider-Man Miles Morales saved him. So that could be bad for him. And now his universe is eroding. So it's kind of like, so are you going to be selfish and do the same thing to your universe? You're going to be uh supreme strange. Cause that's, it's not the same thing. I'm not saying it's the same thing, but I mean, bro, he took down his whole universe just to get Christine back. And if they are saying, which I guess you kind of got to find out for yourself. Right. But they are kind of saying like, bro, if you save your dad, it's going to kill the whole universe. You want that? So it's kind of like, is he going to be selfish? I don't know. But I'm just saying that might could lead to him being in a live action. And then you kind of get that same, that same thing from him to uh miles. Uh, from this miles to a live action miles. That's where I was going with that. So I don't know. Maybe that could happen because I was kind of like, are they just going to retell the story? Because, bro, I think that would kind of be whack. I think that would be whack a little bit to retell the story of Miles Morales now just because it's live version. I don't think I think that would be a mistake. And I really believe that they should just continue the story in live action and just fine because now, bro, they showed the timeline and it looked just how King the Conqueror. It looked just how the He Who Remains timeline. It looked like that timeline. And then they expanded it with the Spider-Man version of it. So it's all the same thing. It's all connected in one. It's all connected and tethered in one web, you know? So I think it's still, I just think, I think they can get away with that, you know? And it'd be just like the, uh, how he ended up being in the, I believe, Miles ended up getting into the 616 universe. His universe was over and he was able, they saved him. It was the same thing in um, the ultimate Spider-Man. They, his universe died or whatever. And he ended up being in the regular universe with our, the, you know, our Peter Parker and all of that stuff. So I'm thinking they're going to do that same type of thing and then just move them over. And then we can start a, a new trilogy with live action. And I think that would be fun. Now that we already got his backstory and all of that stuff. Now we can start telling more stories and maybe we can grow old with this, this Miles Morales or something like that. I think that needs to happen. I think that deserves to happen. Let me know what you guys think about that. Kevin 27 world, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Let's keep it on Spider-Man. Confirm Sydney Sweeney is playing Julia Carpenter in the Madam Web movie. The only thing about that, I already thought we knew this. Like, people was making videos about it. And I was like, yo, I thought we knew this already. Unless I'm tripping. thought we knew that. But, uh, yeah, can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. Because she's hot. Not just because she's hot. She's a good actress. But, yeah, because she's hot. And, again, like I'm saying, 
I just think Spider-Man is the only character you can get all of this off with. And I'm glad that Sony is going, they they going for it. I'm glad Sony's going for it. They like, you know what? Spider-Man is so dope. We can really just really make this whole universe out of Spider-Man. We don't need like the the other characters. We own the best character. They own the best character in comic books. Like I think all of all characters, you'll probably say Spider-Man then Batman. As far as like the most the two most iconic comic book characters got to be Spider-Man and Batman. I don't even think you can argue that. Could you argue that? I don't think maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you could you could say Superman. Superman for sure. Cuz Superman is a punchline all the time. But I still think Spider-Man is bigger than Superman. And I think Batman is bigger than Superman. Me personally. I don't know that much about DC though, so I'm not sure how that works. Secret Invasion producer Jonathan Schwartz says the scrolls are unhappy that Captain Marvel failed to deliver on her promise of finding them a new home. And then he says, a lot of that anger is directed at Nick Fury. Can't wait to see it. We are a couple weeks away now. Two and a half weeks. What's this, the fifth? And then premiere on the, on the 21st. We got 16 days. Yeah, I can't wait for this. So I will be doing a Captain Marvel Ultimate Review I was going to wait to the Marvels, but then I was like, eh, I'll probably do it now. Or should I just do, should I do a bunch of Nick Fury stuff? No, I think, I no, I think this would be a little more appropriate because it's with the scrolls. So we can do that. And then maybe for Ms. Marvel, or maybe we'll go back and do like a full Miss, like on some crazy shit, do like a, do do a Miss Marvel review, like ultimate review, but like on like 2x speed is some crazy shit. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that's gonna be interesting. Remember, the scrolls been playing this game since far from home. We don't know what's real, we don't know what's fake. I'm telling you, this is gonna be this is gonna be Marvel's best series, more than likely. And it's with Samuel Jackson. It's Samuel Jackson. It's my beer. Of course it'll get you drunk. What'd he say? Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. So, yeah, we can't wait for that. We can't wait for that. Oh, we getting down to the nitty-gritty. Oh, we getting down to the nitty-gritty. Let's talk some more box office. Guardians of the Galaxy... Three volume three has earned seven hundred and eighty million dollars worldwide, surpassing the first film. Hey, anytime you can surpass the original, it's a W. So we can't, we ain't gonna sit here. Every film does not need to make a billion dollars. I'm sorry, it does not. I know that's the standard Marvel set, 
but it don't it don't have to make a billion dollars. Like I'm still happy with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. There's a lot of people there, a lot of people there. Again, though, it is a difference. You definitely can tell the difference in uh, ages. When I'm telling you, it was a lot of kids in the theater tonight, as opposed to when I went to see the Guardians. A lot of adults. So it's still like it's still a I want to say niche kind of thing. I don't want to say niche either because it's Marvel, but I still think is Guardians probably just score big amongst the adults, not the kids per se. So. Yeah, I'm happy with that. And I think, too, so many fire movies coming out this year. It's just hard. It's really hard to get that Billy Dollar slot. Like, James Cameron know what he be doing. He dropping the movies in December when there ain't really a lot of fire things coming out. Like, think about it. James Cameron had from December all the way until Ant-Man came out to where, like, his movie like wasn't that affected by anything going on other than Avatar. Like real spiel. I really thought I really feel like that. Marvel putting these movies out and it's very congested. Very congested. Okay. Jeremy Renner has addressed if he'll return to the MCU following the snowplow accident injuries sustained earlier this year and he says if marvel wants me back i'll do it in a heartbeat boy i love that you know why because he's part of the original six and the only ones left are him and thor black widow's dead oh no the hulk too the hulk still left so you got three of the six left iron man dead captain america somewhere dancing with peggy and um, Black Widow dead, thrown off a cliff. So, yeah, I really like, I like the fact that he still is willing to play that. He's still willing to play Hawkeye. We need that. We need to stop trying to get rid of people so quick. We need that. Okay? I'm happy for him. I'm glad he's doing better. That snowplow incident, that is no joke. I thought that man was about to lose his leg, to be honest. I thought he was donezo. I thought he was about to be walking around here looking like Echo with the steel boot and shit. And I think that's the last topic. Deadpool creator Ryan Leifield, Leifield, Leifield has addressed reports that Ryan Reynolds will be unable to improvise dialogue for Deadpool 3 due to the WGA strike. And he said, in post-production, he can have live like crazy. So, yeah. Not like it's really a big deal. It's not a big deal, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you. Deadpool 3 is still going to be great. People just uh, scared for nothing. Deadpool 3 is still going to be great. And I'll be there no matter what, just like that football meme. Okay? Football. And I think that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. Yo, before I leave, man, you can play this shit real quick, dog. Actually, we ain't even going to do all that.
We not even gonna do all that. Like everybody, because it is. I think it's so stupid for like everybody because. It's now, yo, this chick almost fell off the curb, and I don't know how long ago this was, but this shit is this is wild. I think it's so stupid for like everybody because of this whole like you know like minorities and Hollywood things. Like, stop stealing you know, all the white people's superheroes. Like, make up your own. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up with that? I think it's so stupid for, like... Yo, you're a clown. You're a clown. That's why I don't ever say black and brown. Stop it. You're a clown. Like, bruh, that is the most... Uh, bro, you talking about tap dancing for the white man? Brother. I ain't never that shit right there. That was disturbing to hear. Now clearly she looked like she a little intoxicated. She drunk, barely like she can get in the car. I don't know what's going on, but you know what they say: two people tell a lie. That's drunks and a kid, or was it three people? When you, when, uh, an angry person, a drunk, and a child. Those three people that's always going to tell you the truth. So. I guess that's how she feel about black people because she try to say minority superheroes. And I'm like, if this is recent, then you're really just talking about Miles Morales. And I'm just like, bro, Spider-Man No Way Home came out like two years ago. Not even. I mean, it's almost been two years, but it haven't even been two years yet. So if that's what you're talking about, you're a clown. Seriously. And then, bro, even the person who says it, Michelle Rodriguez says what everyone on the planet is thinking. Is that what everyone on the planet is thinking? Like, first of all, none of these studios are ran by black people. So for all y'all thinking that they made a Black Little Mermaid because of black people, you're retarded. Yo, y'all know that's... <laughs> yo. I don't even care at this point. You're retarded. You're an idiot, an imbecile, scum of the earth, Neanderthal. May I go on? Seriously. You're the shit of an elephant. Because if you have a brain, a peanut brain that small to think that they making black superheroes because of black people, you're out your fucking mind. It ain't because of us. We don't own no damn Marvel. We don't own nothing. We don't. And, and, and not only that, I, and I want to say this too, it's like Pepsi and Coke. Bro, the brands are established. You could try to come up, and they are doing it. I feel like Amazon is doing it the best way. Amazon has came up with like off-brand comic book characters that motherfuckers ain't really care about like that, and they are doing it big. I've been waiting on Invincible for the longest. That ain't Marvel Comics. I really like The Boys, even though I thought this last season was I. Right. But I really like The Boys. Like, bro, I'm telling you, they are doing it, but it's still, it's hard. Like, they ain't never going to be bigger than Marvel. They ain't never going to be bigger than DC. Like, those are established comic books. We talking about, Motherfuckers from the 50s. The 50s here. 
Like this shit is inbred. It's like football teams. It's like it's like you know how they always come out with the USFL and arena football. People look at it, but bro, I'm not crying over the like, bro. I've cried over playoff losses. It means that much to me. I don't care about no other like, bro. I wouldn't even watch the USFL, and if I did, I would just be watching it for fun. I don't watch. I don't watch Green Bay fo- Packers football for fun. I watch it because that's where the heart is. That's you know what I mean. So it's the same with Marvel, and I'm telling you, it's to to me that line of thinking is ridiculous. I've never heard anything that stupid in my life, and the fact that it isn't even a white person saying it. Your last name is Rodriguez. And y'all know, just during March Movie Madness, I was just saying like, oh, man, I fuck with Michelle Rodriguez. I think she's so dope. She's been a staple in the community since the first Fast and Furious. Now you're just a clown to me. Like, seriously, you're just a clown to me. Ugh, you hate to see it. So, Michelle, get your weird ass up out of here. And not only that, the fact that she said that and played a character as a man, you should get an uppercut for that shit. I'm sorry, bro. You went and played a character as a man, and you're a woman. Why can't why can't a man have played that role that you played? I'm about to take that shit and throw it in the trash, because it was the worst movie I've ever bought in my life. Worst movie I've ever bought in my life. It was. So, I don't know. But the fact that you played a man and then you got the nerd to be talking about some race swapping, it's just so crazy to me. And it's like, bro, you Hispanic. Why are you being racist towards black people? Because it ain't no other minority superheroes but blacks. You got to start somewhere. They start with the blacks. What's the Mexican superhero? They don't got one. Not that I know of. Who's the Mexican superhero? They don't Nacho Libre. I don't know. I don't know. So that shit crazy me. Very clownish, very coonish. Sound like a damn you. You sound like a coon. Uh, yeah, man, she deserve a thousand lashes. She ain't even black, but she deserved lashes. Sorry, that shit was some clown shit. I, I ain't like that she did that. I ain't like she did that. And I hope this is. This ain't from two. Actually, let me see. Oh, yeah, she a clown anyway. Where can you go? How many Marvel movies can you make? I know. Like, come on, guys. And where can you go? How many Marvel movies can you make? I know. Like, come on, guys. And where can you go? How many Marvel movies? Yeah, she a clown. She a clown. Like, bro, y'all on Fast 10, and then that was supposed to be the last movie, and then y'all bringing that y'all breaking that up into three parts. Like, clearly she a clown. I don't know what's wrong with her, but yeah, she a clown. I don't even know what else to say about it. But somebody said, is this a good time to mention that Michelle Rodriguez took the role of a transgender character 
who had a sex reassignment, a minority role that she has no business playing. Well, the character wasn't transgender. The character was supposed to be a man. Like, I think that's a little different. Like, the character was a man that got a sex change forcefully into a woman. Like, it's not like they was like, oh, I'm a trans. Like, no, that ain't the case. But regardless, it's still the fact that you was playing a man. And that's just weird as fuck to me. You're not a man. So, remember, they tried, they got Charlotte, Scarlett uh, Johansson up out of here when she was trying to play a transgender. So, nah. That shit wild to me. Apparently, she just said a lot of clown shit. A lot of clown shit come out of her mouth. I'm pretty sure she got a lot of red boots at home. A lot of big red noses at home. Seriously. So, yeah, middle fingers to Michelle Rodriguez. I don't care. You're at a big adult age. You can go F yourself. And um, Miles Morales is great. Miles Morales is great. Oh, and before I get out of here, I do want to mention, I did not mention this. Yo, Donald Glover was the big cameo, and he was a really great cameo. I mean, remember, he was the Prowler, or he is the Prowler. We didn't get to see him become the Prowler in the MCU. So, I don't know. That is kind of the only thing that would be a little weird, though, because, like, Uncle... Well, Aaron was already in that universe, so Miles has to already be in there. So it would be kind of like, could they do a little swap thing? And then it's like, is that is that that Aaron from the from the MCU? I don't know, but who knows? We'll wrap next time. I think I went over. I think it's like over an hour. It's a good episode. Really enjoyed it. Love kicking in with you guys. I'll see you on the next episode. Believe until you make believers. And don't be a loser, okay? Don't be like Michelle Rodriguez.